The Gemara says in Yuma, Testament base, that when a person is saying Kriya Shema, he shouldn't make any motions with his eyes, with his fingers, with his mouth, because if he does, it says, Rebeleza Chisma brings a Pasuk in Yeshai that says, Oisi And this before I should explain that Pasuk over there, but the Marsha says, over here in Yuma, that it references Yaakov because of our Parsha. Yaakov, of, after 22 years of not seeing his son, Yosef HaTzadik, and Rashi brings it down here, and it says, Yosef went and cried on Yaakov's shoulder by his neck, and Yaakov, it doesn't say that he cried because he was in the middle of saying Kriya Shema. And the cautious of why Yosef wasn't saying Kriya Shema at that moment, why Yaakov was saying, but the Gemara explains that we all know that Yaakov Avinu felt, when we say Kriya Shema, we say, means that your most precious possession is, is what you have to give to Rabbi with Ahava. And what more precious moment did Yaakov Avinu have in his complete lifetime than finally after 22 years of not seeing his son, the son of his beloved wife Rachel, and his beloved son, and finally gets to meet him, he felt he wanted to give that Ahava, that thanks, that moment, that precious, precious moment to the Rabbi there was a story that happened with Baruch Berlebowitz. When he was a little boy of about 11, his father, he did some little shtick and his father gave him a patch. And he started to cry and all of a sudden he started running and his father asked him, where are you going? He says, I'm going to Daven Mincha. He says, you're going to Daven Mincha? Why pick now you're going to Daven Mincha? He says, Tati, he says, I'm crying, he says, I may as well use my tears when I dive into the Rabbeinu Shloilam. You have to be in a certain Madrega Vada, especially an 11-year-old, you turn that from there, that's what, how you turn out into a God will be Yisrael. But when you're davening, your Sikavana is supposed to be with a davening. And it's supposed to upset you if you do something during davening that is not appropriate. The Choyzim Malablin one day was very, very upset. And he wouldn't come out of his room. And people didn't know what the story was. So one of his select chassidim that was very close and felt he had the, I'll use the word chutzpah, to go into the room and say, Rebbe, why are you so, what's going on? He says, and he saw the Rebbe was very depressed. He wouldn't even talk to him. And finally he says, Rebbe, everybody's very nervous. Could you please tell us what happened? So he looks at him, he has tears in his eyes, the chutzim bleed. And he says, I spoke in the middle of davening. That was, he spoke in the middle of davening and he couldn't take it. He was so depressed. She so says, Rebbe, what happened that you spoke in the middle of davening? It's not like you. She so says, I was in the middle of davening and this woman came running in and saying that my daughter, who after 10 years having, getting pregnant, she couldn't get pregnant for 10 years and now she's giving birth, but doctors say there's difficulties here and she may not make it and the baby may not make it. Rebbe, please daven for my daughter. And I turned to him and I said, okay, I will see what I can do. And he turns to his chassid and he says, and I spoke in the middle of davening. So the chassid says, Rebbe, what are you talking about? It was Bekuach Nefesh. What were you, what were you, what were you going to do with it? So he says, but I spoke in the middle of davening. So the Rebbe, so the chassid turns to the Rebbe and he says, what part of davening were you, were you holding that it's so upsetting to you? So he says, I was in the middle of Haidu. So he says, Rebbe, in the middle of Haidu? 
Hoidu, you're allowed to still speak. People speak by Hoidu before Baruch Shama. It's not awesome to speak. And you know, something came up like this, such an important thing. So the Rebbe turns to him and he says, you may think it's muta to talk by Hoidu, but think about this, the Ashkenazim, at the time they say Hoidu, they already said Baruch Shama. He says, there are Yidin that, after, that say Hoidu and they're not allowed to speak. He says, that means there's a Kedusha at that moment as well, he says. He says, how was I a little, how did I allow myself to speak? He couldn't take it, even though he was actually trying to help somebody. Shows the godless of Gedolim, but it also shows how important it is to recognize the godless of davening, how important it is to respect davening, and to do what's appropriate by davening. And speaking, obviously, by davening is not going to help your tefillah. If anything, it harms it. So the body should help that our tefillah should be miskabel and we should be smart enough to realize when we're davening, we should concentrate constantly on davening and we realize to whom we're davening. And that, of course, we will see gulas and yeshuas and refuas.